Hey, future Brian here. I uh, just want to give you a heads up with this episode, episode 97. Somehow there are some kind of technical difficulties. For some reason, my recording software decided to use my camera ex- instead of my my uh, my microphone. So the audio quality for me does not sound very good. So I, I really apologize. My, my computer blue screened recently. And so I had to reinstall Windows and kind of reset up everything. And so I think through that process, uh, my microphone was not set up correctly. It is now, obviously, you can hear this. So I do apologize about that. Uh, We'll return back next week. I'll get the audio corrected for next week. So uh, again, I apologize for the sound quality, but uh, we'll we'll do better. I hope you enjoy this. Uh, Nonetheless, I think we had a good conversation, talked about a lot of board games. Again, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Now on with the show. Episode 97. I love a good sale. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletop, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and co-founder of The Games We Play, and this week, co-founder Chris. Hello, good morning, everybody. Yeah, yeah, we're actually recording this early uh, this week, uh, opposed to midday, I guess. Not anybody cares, but yes, it is. It is morning time. Um, I'm not. I think when this usually comes out, though, it's in the evening. But what are you gonna do? Well, good um, evening then to everybody who. Yeah, good evening. Yes, while it's tomorrow, morning here, it is evening there. It's always morning somewhere, I guess. Right? Exactly. Well, th- welcome back to the games we play. This is episode ninety-seven of the games we play. Thanks for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, uh, right now during pandemic, uh, Chris and I don't get to see each other much because uh, we're not, you know, going to work and be able to play games. Uh, so we're doing this remotely. So the format's a little different than our normal, uh, typical show. But I hope you enjoy it. We're just going to be talking about some games and things we've been doing the last couple weeks. And then whatever strikes our fancy, usually we talk about Kickstarter, uh, knowing Chris and I. And uh, then we just... Talk about whatever, and that's that's how these episodes go. So let's just jump into it, Chris. How's uh, how are things been going? Things have been going great, actually. Just uh, just got back, wife uh, Jamie and the kids. Um, some of them, anyway. The ones not in college. We took out to Breckenridge, Colorado, and went skiing there. Nice. Got there before that big snowstorm hit. So we oh got, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> So, so we drove out there, caravan, two vehicles, of course, because we can't all fit in one car. Uh, Oh, boy. Yeah, brought our dog, Baron, and he's a 100-pound lap dog, weighted blanket, and we drove west. Uh, Met up with her parents and her brother who live out there and skied for four days. It was awesome. uh, So we'd go out skiing in the morning, hit the Breckenridge Slopes. And get about four, six runs in, get three, four hours worth of skiing in, get all tired up, come back and uh, hang around the house and play some games while it snowed. So I got some good amount of games played over this uh, spring break. Nice. Yeah. And he had a cool backdrop to play it with. Oh, no, it was beautiful. Colorado is such a beautiful place. Oh, my gosh. It really is. Yeah. Well, that's cool that you got to get ski and stuff. That that's fun. Yeah, it was it was a good break. Yeah, after wrestling season is very long, and Jamie, uh, uh, being a wrestling coach's wife, is gracious, and I love her very much. <laughs> so she even needs a break from wrestling season. So we, uh, I can we, I we can imagine that. the practices and the meets yeah. and the tournaments and uh, the yeah, there's just the. Uh, 
that that's a lot of stuff a lot of commitment there yeah that it, goes into that it's fun though it's fun and it makes life enjoyable just, afterwards and you just don't want yes. to do it year round <laughs> not full-time like that it's it's hard no yep unless you're getting paid like ncaa money then, uh, then maybe <laughs> no i'm a high school coach <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that's funny I, I, I oh hey before we move on yeah. games i just i just did want to uh, address something here uh so last week uh i did not uh put out an episode um, so this was supposed to be episode 98, but I didn't put one out last week. Uh, so just a, a short update here. So uh, two weeks ago, um, I actually went into the ER uh, via an ambulance. So that was fun. Um, Emily called that. Um, and so this happened on a weekend. So I woke up in the morning, not to give too many details, but basically woke up in the morning and... Um, had some weird symptoms with dizziness, lightheadedness, um, had some weird sensations down my arm and my back, um, like rapid heart breathe, staggered breathing, that kind of stuff that points to kind of some heart issues potentially. Uh, so took a ride on the ambulance to the ER. They did tons of tests, like tons of blood work and, uh, they ruled out a heart attack, which is nice, uh, Very good. <laughs> especially considering I'm only 35 and, um, they uh, did a bunch of other blood work just to make sure it's not like diabetes, you know, so they checked my, my blood sugar, they checked um, all my blood levels, everything came back perfect. Like she said that really good levels for everything they checked, blood enzymes were good. Um, so yeah, they couldn't really come up with any answers, which was, uh, which is nice. Uh, so I got to sit home. And uh, these episodes, like what happened in that morning, basically have happened every single day for the last two weeks. Um, I did have a follow-up with our a cardiologist. We did like a stress test. Everything came back normal with that. And uh, I have a couple more tests uh, scheduled with him to try to eliminate the heart. The heart thing is uh, kind of scary because my, yeah. my grandfather actually had two heart attacks before the age of 30. Um, and then my dad has some... High blood pressure, uh, just you know, heart disease and stuff runs in the family. So kind of kind of scary stuff, um, especially since it keeps happening. Uh, so just trying to eliminate and trying to figure out what's going on. So all to say is uh, sleep has been at a premium because of this, <laughs> uh, because these things usually happen at like three or two in the morning. Uh, so it's hard to get back to sleep, and it's just it's been rough. So the last two weeks have been kind of hard. So definitely did not record last week just because of everything going on. Um, so that's what was, that's a, why we didn't record last week. So just little update. So still trying to figure out what's going on. Hopefully get some answers here pretty soon. Um, have more doctor visits. But yeah, that's uh, that's been life for me for the last two weeks. <laughs> Good yeah. times. Scary, buddy. But praying for you and uh, thinking of you. And like I said, that if there's... It's always anything we can do. It's that's it's tough part because not knowing what's going on. That's always the tough part. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so we'll you know we'll we'll get some answers hopefully soon. But uh, that's what's been going on in my world. But I did get to play some games still. So let's let's just, let's go, go ahead and go on the lighter. Divergent from from life let's, and uh, activities. 
Just like games are escape, let's escape to talking about some games here. Yes, the very first game we played out over spring breaks, a 1998 game. Um, also, it's not yes. that old. No, but, I mean, no, it no, it's, it's 23 years old. Uh, Cranium. So uh, oh, we pulled yeah, out yeah. Cranium, the little trivia game. Uh, one of the things when we pulled it out, the... The little brain uh, Play-Doh type thing was all dried out and gone, so we couldn't couldn't do that kind of creative section. But uh, just kind of a blast from the past for those '90s trivia games that came out all the time. I mean, it was what, the it was, Play-Doh didn't last twenty years. Yeah, exactly. No. It did not, but uh, some of the questions, the charades were always fun and uh, spelling words mm-hmm. backwards. It's just it. It makes me laugh because it's a it's an homage back into the '90s of with all these Trivial Pursuit games and Boulder yeah. Dash and those style of party games that were really big, yeah, during that era. So they really were, yeah, yeah it was super popular. Oh my gosh. early the late '90s, yep. early 2000s. Yep. I remember playing this and. Playing the Boulder Dash, playing yep. those types of games, yep. yeah, they're super popular. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was it. And it's, I, I'm always, uh, I hate the roll and move because we we split up. There was, there was a good amount of us. There was, a, I want to say, twelve of us, um, eleven. We, there was odd because one group of three. Um, so Isaac and I were on a team, and we answered most of the questions. But because how you play cranium, you roll a die and has a mm-hmm. color face, and then you move to that color. So we had like we answered like uh, eight of ten trivia questions when john and Bo <laughs> answered like two of three trivia questions but or two of like uh two of eight or ten um but because they rolled we would roll and move one space roll move one space they'd roll move eight spaces stuff like this and i'm like oh my god so isaac and i were nailing and we we're doing a good job i mean just coming up with all these trivia questions but then john and bo won because they just rolled better than us and i hate that's where the frustration of those roll and move games hey welcome to my world of rolling dice for yeah. any type of game <laughs> that's how i feel no so you telling me a roll move is not an innovative uh, oh, great my... hobby type mechanic it... game mechanic it is from back in the 70s, and it's an archaic game man, uh, mechanic and maneuver. Oh, my gosh. It is. It's, it's Well, you think. You go back in the days, the hot uh, uh, mass market games of Sorry and Monopoly, and all of those are roll-and-move type games. And that was a big mm-hmm. game mechanic back then. Yeah. And I, I think it's very outdated uh, for a lot of... Um, for a lot of games um and there is even one game you know a touch of evil by uh flying frogs uh, mm-hmm. uh i love that game but it's it's a roll and move so i we kind of a, a did a house rule on it where you ro- you move a certain spots up to a certain spots if you want yeah so anyway um that's that's a mechanic i've mentioned in the past that i absolutely frustrates me but uh yeah, cranium was fun though cranium was fun it was a blast from the past it's fun to pull out those games some of those trivia games from back in the day and you can tell so it was so funny we were uh, pulling out um 
we had a, a mime a card and, and it was to do Marcel Marceau. So one person was supposed to mime. So, <laughs> yep. uh, oh my gosh. The kids even know That's Marcel exactly where I was going. It was, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so funny because Jeff, Jamie's dad and I were, we were throwing out uh, these names of people that we knew <laughs> we knew the card and we're like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's, you're supposed to guess this person. And, yeah. and we're like, boom, throwing these guys from the fifties and sixties out and, <laughs> and all the boys and Lily were like, who's that? <laughs> so the game was so outdated. I mean, but, that's, that's part of the problem with pop culture. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, uh, it's outdated pretty quickly. Yeah. But, I, I do love trivia. It just, yeah. it'd be nice. If, what do you do? Like once you print trivia, it's outdated. Um, and it's going to get dated. So it's tough, like, how like, trivia can stay up to date. Not to mention, can we get, other than just reading something off and then trying to get it and then having, like, that roll move, like you said, can we get some other kind of trivia with game mechanics to make an interesting hobby game? I'm not sure. Oh. That'd, be, that'd be an interesting question. I, I, you know, honestly, I think there, you know, divergent paths. If you get this, you know, you get to choose maybe uh, a path direction that that is very uh, curious because I'm thinking of the same thing of Turbo's Pursuit Board, which is all that. Yeah, it's you know, the same thing. It's, it's same concept. That's how they they get you around the board. You have to answer a question to be able to roll the die to move to the next question. It's um, almost like, hey, let's do this trivial or charades or whatever or word guessing, and then let's slap on some other. Yep. something to, for somebody to win yeah and but, yeah other than just keeping track of points or yeah something. that's basically know. that's the end condition is you, you gotta right, get around you gotta exactly. get around the board yeah so yeah it was fun anyway. but i mean we, we had a lot of laughs and those games i mean <laughs> poorer games or good games if you end up laughing at the during the sure. time it's it's a good thing so we, we like a party exactly we had a lot yeah. of fun with that so that was good. yeah so that was a blast from the past and bringing back 1998 cranium Nice. Yeah. That is a blessing. Yeah. I'm still shocked at the Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> 23 now. years. <laughs> oh, man. I think my parents still have a copy of that out in their basement closet. Yeah. Where all the games. Oh, man. They have, man, they have some old school. They have, like, the original Risk and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, well, that's so. fun stuff. Um, all right. So, uh, for me, so we did play Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, yes. Still got I that in last hear that. Week. So a um, bunch of guys came over, um, and we and I DM'd uh, Dungeons & Dragons. We did the starter kit, so it's called the Minds of Fan, uh, Fandalov or Fandalor. Just say it fast. Yeah, exactly. Fandalor. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, so it kind of it kind of starts you out uh, slow. Uh, you you start with pre-made characters. Um, I mean, pr pretty quickly, you get a couple encounters with some goblins and stuff. So it, it's teaching you some of the basic mechanics like sneak attack and um, how you attack and how you resolve that and, and those kind of things. Um, and, and there's a little couple, some, and everything's pre-scripted for you as a DM. So it's like, hey, here's things that could happen and we're to search and here's some goodies that hey if they went and searched and found this there's some hints and clues and things that you can pick up on and so a lot of that's like to encourage the the players to kind of start thinking uniquely and do stuff like that right yep um so anyway so that was kind of nice from a dm perspective that a lot of that was uh, laid out not to mention like the first dungeon it, they give you a map they they explain 
everything for you, the things that could be done, uh, shortcuts, how that gets resolved, all that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, so it, it, it took a lot of the guesswork or maybe the creativity out of the DM role, if you will. So I'm just really there to kind of moderate, yeah. if you will, and maybe describe. And so, you know, I took that on. Um, yeah, I forgot some rules and stuff because, man, it gets kind of complicated when you start getting down to some of the weird combat stuff and whatever. But it was it was fine. You know, I just kind of tried to stay consistent once I figured out this is how it goes, and that's what we did. Um, everybody at the table was pretty much new except for one person, um, and and one of the <laughs> one of the guys he uh, he was not really sure about it anyway. And he got dragged in by uh, by one of the other guys that came. And uh, I don't think he's going to want to play again anymore because he thought it was kind of dumb. And he's like, what's the point of this? Uh, so, which is fine. He, he likes card games. So, uh, so he's probably not going to come next time. But everybody else, uh, I think, enjoyed themselves. Um, it, I, 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 it, it came down to a lot of like, hey, we're going to go do this and I'm going to attack them. And so it was a little more less creative. And it felt more like a dungeon crawling, like right. fighting uh, simulator versus, hey, let's get creative and try weird stuff and do stuff, which was fine. But I think a lot of it was just everybody was new and not quite sure what you can and can't do and um, and whatnot. So, yeah, for, for the most part, it went pretty well. Um, There's a couple of things that they uh, they did that was made me laugh a little bit. And they there's a couple times where they totally got lucky and just stumbled into something where, you know, like a trap was supposed to spring or something like that. And they just got so lucky. I was like, oh, come on. I really wanted, I really wanted them to spring that trap. Uh, or they would find like that shortcut or something as they were looking around and it's supposed to be a difficult thing. They're like, hey, we're going to do this. And I'm like, okay, go ahead and roll for it. And then they get like a 20. It's like, yes, oh, of course. Like, yeah. Come on. I wanted to see you like... But uh, overall, it went pretty well. Uh, even even the main boss, they like snuck up behind him, and the, the he's like a mini boss, and he has pretty high perception, and everything, and somehow, like it wasn't even the rogue, it was like the wizard or something, like somehow stealth up to the boss, like almost one shot of it. It was like, oh, come on. Like they were getting so lucky. It was, it just, it was funny. Yes. That, it made me kind of laugh. Um, but uh, yeah, good times. And just some of their discussion and it, it, it made me laugh, especially since I knew stuff that was coming or, or could come in some discussion. So yeah, it was overall fun. Um, enjoyed myself. Uh, it was interesting. It was really nice to understand how D and D has kind of played the mechanics of it and kind of how it plays out. Cause some of it, I wasn't really sure on how that works. Um, so now I know. Um, so some of the guys do want to continue on and play because it. Uh, we did the first act. There's three acts in the first starter kit, so they kind of want to see it through. And um, when we left off, they had just got another level so they could level up and get new abilities. So I think they're kind of want to explore and do that. Um, so, yeah, good times. Um, so I think we're going to continue on with that. I'm not sure this is going to be a very long-term thing where I buy more books and we do full adventures. Yeah. Uh, but we'll probably just finish out the starter kit and uh, see where we go from there. I mean, and then the day I'd rather, in that three hours, I'd rather have played uh, a board game. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I, it's when you get to do some experiences. And maybe next time we go to a big game convention, like Gen Con or something, try, try one of the... Uh, 
jump into one of the role-playing games. You enjoyed Alien, um, the RPG, mm -hmm. so maybe D&D &D or some other one. It's if you've sure. got a good dungeon master, game master, and some good fellow um, um, participants that, that really just get into the role and stuff, it can be a lot of fun. And you can get creative and you can get into your character and do some things. But yeah, like sure. when it's a hack fest and you, okay, you walk down this hallway, you turn left. Oh, there's a goblin. You kill it. You turn right. <laughs> you walk out the hallway. Yeah. You turn right. You find an ogre. You kill it. Yeah. Those those can be kind of repetitive and old. But when you yeah, get some of those, those creative traps and those hooks that... Um, a lot yeah. of these adventures really have some really cool hooks into it. And you just, you know, the players and the opportunity to step out of that shell and just describe and, and take on this action mm -hmm. and do some things. And, and then as a, as a dungeon master, you're going, wow, that's, you know, I would have never thought of doing that and creative. So you reward them and that kind of stuff. And that's sure. one of the things I like about fifth edition is they took a lot of the crunchiness out, like just even leveling up at the end of an adventure. Mm -hmm. It says, Hey, everybody yep. levels up versus you've got 649 experience points. So then that person charts it then goes back to the book and see what class they are and see if, Oh, what did I get? Okay. Oh, I'm not there. I'm 432 experience points away from second level. And every action you do in the old ones, you just chart. Okay. That was worth four experience points. This is worth 10 experience points. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, so, I mean, they still do have the experience, but yes. it's more like hey you kill a guy the the bad guy yep. had a listed or printed experience yep. like hey for right. every four goblins you got 50 experience perfect yep. well the first pack you and, and even in the starter one it like after you like found something after killing the guys it just gave you a blanket huge chunk right. of experience right. right um so a lot of that yeah i could see it's not like the Skyrim way of thing. Hey, you swung a sword well you got two experience yep. on your your broadsword sweet yeah exactly um, uh, which in video games isn't easy, right? To track that stuff, it does it for you. But when you're talking pen and paper, yep. you know that that would be kind of difficult. Yep. So, uh, you know, I think of on this side of things, I think I would more rather be a player. I think that'd be more enjoyable for me, just because I I personally like that the idea of trying to be creative, to play my character, to level them up, come up with cool new abilities or builds like that. For me, that's fun and having the unknown. Um, you know, when we when you think of board games, kind of the more equivalent, like Hero Quest or Imperial Assault, where you have like a one versus many, I'd much rather play as the players yeah. and not know what's coming versus being the person that's like, <laughs> but some people really like yep. that. Um, and I, I get that. I And I, it's enjoyable. I'm not saying it isn't enjoyable, but I'd much rather be on the player side, not knowing what's coming and kind of experiencing it versus knowing everything that's coming and, and, and trying to trying to run that, uh, if you will. But well, I, that's just me. Yeah. No, I agree. It's for the first timers. Um, I would I would want people to come out and enjoy and play the game first before trying to uh, dungeon master it because there is yeah. so much stuff you got to think of and do. And if you're just not used to it, yeah. if you've never even played the game before, you don't even know some of these nuances or the little, you know, little game hacks that, you know, a dungeon master can can do and and that kind of has to make everything enjoyable so it's it's hard and you did an admirable thing stepping up and not even ever played the game before and you dungeon mastered it so yeah i i mean if that's something we can we can talk maybe we can get together play a little short adventure or something sometime maybe you might yep. be able to convince me yep i would dungeon master it so i'm, I'm sure isaac <laughs> and Bo and uh, we can get some of the guys to play and Anybody, if yeah, not, jump I, in Corey and I know Rob's well, talked about doing some more stuff, so we'll see. We'll have to talk. Well, maybe we'll talk this I know, summer. I know Corey really wants yeah. to do the Mistborn stuff, which yeah. I would love to do because I I love 
Brandon Sanderson. I love that universe, the Mistborn yeah. universe. Yep. Oh, so cool. And uh, they have that RPG series. I'd love to do that because the potential there having magic users, but it's unique with how what the abilities they have. Anyway, yep. read the yeah, books. Right. They're really good. Oh, if you gosh, have, a, if you like, want to read a good fantasy series, the Mistborn series, so 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 good. Yep, yep. Really good. Expect seven hundred pages per book. Um, but uh, uh, they're not. I think they're only six hundred okay. or so. They're not too bad. With advertisements, <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but so. they're there. Anyway, anyway, well, so uh, that's that. So, um, Chris, yes, another game, another game. So one of the ones I pulled out um, since haven't played it since uh, Origins was the Mind. So, uh, oh, yeah. Jamie, John, Lily, and I uh, played the Mind, and oh my gosh, we probably got five plays in. Um, pulled that out when we were in Colorado and and we just oh, it's, it, it was fun it was introducing uh, some of them John and I played he was one of the ones that we played back when we did Origins and Jamie and I played it before but just got all together and really trying to <laughs> sync up and we we got to level four so we've oh, um, okay. we didn't complete level four but we got to level four <laughs> that was the highest part of <laughs> <laughs> of our our five plays um it's it's fun i mean it's one of those games that you pull out you play it in five or you know 10 minutes and you play it a couple times and you, to me i think it's a really good game it it travels well um it's a light game you can pull it out there's not much rules to it and once you've played it you can understand but you, you know play it three or four times you put it back on the shelf and couple months down the road yeah exactly i mean it's it's serious you play a couple months later or whatever you're like looking for a light-hearted game or a quick game oh there we go the mind so it's one of those that you can play it's there's some really good strategies and trying to figure out people's tells and uh, you know communicate when you can't communicate and that kind of bit and it's it's that challenge of oh okay wait a minute seriously we can't (laughs) yeah um to get those number of cards in sequential order from one to 100 and and trying to do it without talking without talking so or gesturing or you're not supposed to communicate whatsoever yeah um yeah and every every round you get more cards so like the first couple rounds there was oh this is easy and then you hit the what you get like three four cards and then you you somehow you get like a big cluster where everybody's one away from each other yes. and some it's oh it's tough that's tough that is it, it it it's it's a challenge and i'm very curious to see how people get to level 8 10 12 um yeah like wow i know and after and, and, the, the one of the things i like after certain levels you de- do get more abilities you get more lives you get more shurikens to uh, get rid of your lowest card and things like that the shurikens kind of nice yes. like if there's a stall yep. so it's it's knowing when to use yep. those exactly that Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and that helps. And that's what we were trying to figure out and stuff. But uh, it's one of those. We're going to keep trying it. I, I I see us pulling that out and playing a game or two here and there. That's one of those weeknight games when you don't have a lot of time. Um, you yeah. Know, like, hey, sit down. Let's play this for 15, 20 minutes and then put it away and, and you know, put it back on the shelf. And yeah. So, anyway, uh, the mind was pretty fun. Have you heard of the Mind Extreme that they they came out with? No, I I heard all, all the talk on this, and oh my gosh, the whole debate of is it a game or is it an game. activity? I we're not going to go down that way. But the Mind was one of those games that they talked about. It was, you know, when it came out, it was one of the game of the years, um, one of yeah, many like awards. Yeah, super, and so super yeah, but all the all the talk on it. So yeah, I I have heard about that, but I've never experienced 
or play. Yeah, so the Mind Extreme is another version. What it does is it comes with uh, two decks of one through a hundred, and you have two decks going where one goes up and the other one goes down. <laughs> and so there's like two oh. different colors, and so you're supposed to <laughs> you're supposed to do both decks at the same time without communicating. <laughs> that sounds crazy. That's um, challenging. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see know. how people, like I said, how to get the uh, mind past a few levels, let alone go down. Um, and it, it's unique. There's no other games yeah. like it. It's not a game I'm going to yep. seek out all the time, but it is an interesting game. It's a nice change of pace, oh. literal change of pace uh, from other games yep. or even party games. But yeah, interesting little game. Yeah, so that that's why it's one. It's going to sit on the shelf. I've got it in a certain category of those small little travel games, and it's one that you, you pull out. It's like Love Letter. You, you pull it, you, you take it with you when you're going places. You pull it out, you play it 15 minutes or what, play it a couple times, and you put it back, yeah. and you put it away on the shelf. Yeah. No, yeah, get definitely. to it later. Cool. Well, that's a good suggestion, though. It's a, it's a good family game. I mean, it only plays four players, but yeah. uh, definitely a yeah. nice little family game. It's super cheap. Uh, speaking of super cheap, um, yeah. went to Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble is having a sale. So uh, check out your local Barnes and Noble if you already have if you haven't already. Uh, Barnes and Noble is kind of weird when they do their clearance because uh, one store may have tons of all their stuff on clearance, another doesn't. And I was talking to our Barnes and Noble person I was yeah. checking out, and he was like in charge he's like he said he's the one who does all the price markdowns and stuff in the store and he says check back because more's coming and it it, it kind of gets rolled out basically when they have time is how i understood it and so because up in the board the game area he there was a cart sitting up there with the paper i totally wasn't sneaking a look at it um that had a list of everything i was supposed to go on sale and what it was being marked down to and you could see they were marking some stuff off but there's still stuff that hadn't been marked off and so just depending on their busy you know like anyway and their availability and what they have for product as well so it you're, it could vary but he, he'd said check back soon because more will be going down but some of the deals were like ridiculous usually they just have a clearance area i went to the clearance area and there was like hardly anything there now i did pick up uh blitz bowl characters for uh uh armies are they called armies or packs or groups teams uh for teams, chris they yeah. were like yeah, over 50 yep. percent off nice pretty good deal i think right for that stuff i think it was nine dollars Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Normally, they're 20 bucks a pack for the, the Barnes & Noble on those. Exclusive. The Blitz Bowl so is a Barnes & Noble else. exclusive game. Yep, with Games Workshop. Nope, can't get it anywhere else. So, well, so 50% thanks for, off. Yeah, plus, I got my Barnes & Noble so. 10% off on top of it. So it came out to like $8. Yeah. So this is a steal um, is what I'm see, hearing. I, don't, I picked up the two, two of the Sagrada expansions, the five, six-player expansion and the Passions. Uh, they were like four oh, nice. or five bucks each. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, they they didn't really have yes. anything else, much of anything else. Um, maybe some games I'm like, eh, you know, like the don't step on the poop type games. You know, those like terrible like anyway. Um, but I went up to the games area just yes. in case, and that's when I noticed instead of putting them in the clearance aisle, they basically are now just putting stickers on the outside of the box that'll be like fifty percent off or fifteen dollars marked down. So, Lord of the Rings, Journeys Through Middle-Earth, you know, the big box, Dungeon Crawler one, that was 50% off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, 
That's a game I've uh, contemplated yeah, wanting so, to save up and get. So it'd be four. It's That's still, a it'd be about fabulous forty dollars because I think they have MSRP. It's still like yeah. forty dollars. Yeah. Um, which is weird though. When I looked online, like there's a I'm a Facebook group for board games and people are talking about it. Some people there was like just a twenty five dollars sticker on on some other stores, whereas twenty five bucks was just like a, a steal. Um, just for even the minis and what the anyway, it's neither here or there. Um, but like, oh my uh, gosh, Game yes. of Thrones. I, I'm not a big Game of Thrones person, but that was marked down to twenty five dollars, which that's like a sixty buck game. Um, uh, there were some other games I can't even remember off the top of my head. Some of them I already have. Uh, where if I didn't have it, I definitely would have bought it. But yeah, they just had so you had to go through all the the three or four aisles of games just to look through all of them to check see what had stickers and not had stickers. Um, like your Blitz Bowl Season 1 or whatever they call it was 50% mm-hmm. off. You can see they had a cart with the Season 2 that just yeah. came out. It was full price, but I don't know if Season 2 just came out or something. <laughs> That's why, but yeah, it. it did. So Back in October. Yeah, so they had a November, lot of stuff yep. there uh, on sale. A lot of good deals. So check this out. Check out your local. There's a lot of good family games. They uh, Barnes & Noble actually has a really good selection of board games for the hobby games. The only problem is they're really expensive. They like do. they're marked up past MSRP. So I just I hate bank pot buying full price uh, for those. But when they have sales, they have some sales. These clearance sales, they always do it kind of around this time of the year, and then late in the year they'll just you know as new games come in, uh, they just cycle them out. Target does the same thing too, but not as uh, drastic. Uh, but anyway, check it out. So all that to say, check out your your local Barnes and Noble. See if you have something. Uh, you can't really check online for stock or prices. You have to go in. It's kind of weird. The Barnes and Noble online, as we found, is like almost a separate entity from the local stores. Yeah. And each local store seems to do things a little differently. Okay. So uh, one of the games I picked up is uh, a game called Llama, L-L-A-M-A. I think it stands for something. It's this little card game. It's supposed to be like a family-style game. Uh, what caught my eye is it was a, Spiel, a 2019 Spiel des Jahres uh, finalist, which uh, I never heard of this game. <laughs> but I'm like, 2019 Spiel des Jahres? I looked it up. I'm like, sure enough. Like, I, 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 I doubt you could just put it on the packaging wow. without it being true, but... I don't know. It's like this. It's a silly. I don't. I don't even know how to. I when you look at it, you're like, how is this a serious thing? Because the the front of it is this this cartoon llama, and it's called Llama Card Game, and it has like a big rainbow, and you're like, this looks like a not very good game, but yet it's the 2019 Spiel des Jahres finalist or nominee, uh, which is kind yeah. of weird. Um, very lightweight game. Uh, it's two to six players, but it's a Reiner Kinesia. Kinesia? He, yeah, he's the designer. Reiner Kinesia. For, for so yep, I'm like, okay, well, this it. might make a little more sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, heck, yep. it's it's 500th in family. So it was $4. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy it for $4. Because this, this looks like something Denver would like. And uh, sure enough, uh, we played it, and Denver did really like it. Um, it's, a, it's a very simple game. Essentially... Um, what happens is you, you get dealt six cards and then there's a face-up card in the middle. Uh, the deck consists of one through five and, or one through six, and then the seventh card is technically a llama card, whatever. Uh, and so what you do on your turn is you have to play a card that's either equal or greater than the card that's in the discard pile. And if you can't, you draw until you, uh, you draw a card and then it's the other player's turn. So it's, it's 
pretty simple. And the idea here is to try to get rid of your whole hand. And um, so as the cards cycle up, so you go three, four, five, six, from a six, you have to play a llama, and then from a llama, you can play down to a one. So it just keeps rotating and cycling through. And that's the game. I know it's pretty simple, uh, really easy to play, but for a kid's game, there is some strategy because you have to think through what your opponent may be drawing, uh, what you have in your hand to try to set yourself up so you can play your cards, and uh, what you have left in your hand... Um, what you have left in your hand is how many points you get. However, if you have multiple of the cards, so if you have six sixes and you, you decide you can also quit. So instead of playing a card or drawing a card, you can also just quit and end the game or end your turn and not have to play. But you're stuck with the points you have. If you do that, you're, you get points equal to the cards, but it's equal to each of the type of cards. So, for example, if you have six sixes, you only get six points. If you have four fours, you only have four points. And so you can get to a place where you just have a bunch of ones in your hand. Yeah, you have eight cards in your hand, but I'm, I'm going to quit. I have one card. I have one point. And so you can quit and everybody else keeps playing until there's, you know, you're down to just one player. The one player can keep playing, but if you're the last player, you can't draw up. And then when you can't play uh, any more cards, uh, you're out and then everybody counts up their points. And then you get minus 10 points if you do go out. And so you're playing to 40 points, and whoever has the lowest score wins. And so there's actually a lot more strategy here than I thought, because you can choose not to draw a card and just quit. And so you can kind of set yourself up where it looks like you have a bunch of cards, and you're trying to get your opponent to draw up cards, and then you quit, and then drop. They have a handful of cards and hopefully a lot of points, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, and you, you can kind of set it up depending on how you're cycling through the cards, too, and where they're drawing up. So uh, it's it's a little more uh, strategic than I, it looks like for a very simple draw and play a card. And I kind of like that. The whole at, being able to quit and how you score is, is kind of unique, and it adds that extra layer strategy. So it's definitely a game I enjoyed, uh, especially for a family-style simple card game. And... I taught my son, my seven-year-old, in a minute. Like, he got it. It was super easy to explain, and he just got it. Now, he did, did it quite pick up some of the nuances of quitting, because sometimes he just keeps drawing, and I'm like, All right, okay, and then I quit, and then he has a <laughs> yeah. handful of cards. Um, but uh, after about five or six rounds, he, he kind of got it, and he started doing better, and, like, he, he went out and... We like he was two points from losing. He was at 38, and I was like at 15. And by the end, I caught back up with him. So he started to finally pick it up after a few rounds. But really easy game. Yeah, it says eight plus, but he's seven. He was able to play it, and it plays up to six players. Not many family games. It's always like two to four players or something like that. Uh, six players, man. Uh, yeah, this this is actually a little fun game. And you know, if we I, I, when we get back into work, I might pull this out because of that extra strategy quitting. There could be some mind games, especially with other adults, that I'd be curious to see with some of the guys at work how many mind games and that kind of stuff starts to go on. And, you know, like, are you, is he going to quit or should I keep drawing? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool little game. And for $4, like, what a Sounds steal. Fun. 
Yes, that's I, I love a good sale. Love a good sale. If you can get a game, even if like a game like that, it's like the mind, uh, you get a game cheap and you play it a couple times here, then put it under your shelf, pull it out, play it a couple times. You get your, mm-hmm. you get your money's worth of enjoyment, yeah. <laughs> let alone for $4 to play that multiple times. Uh, oh my it, gosh, normally to me, that's, it's, that's it's, a bargain. Uh, Ten dollars anyway. On Amazon, it's ten dollars. Nine nine nine. Even yep. at ten dollars, it's worth yep. it. But man, it like it's like a Golden Geek Best Card Game nominee, sixty percent off. Yeah. Games Best Children's Game nominee, like Spiel des Jahres nominee, Meeple's Choice nominee. It has a bunch of nominees. And again, you look at the cover and you're like, "What is this? This can't be any good." But it ends up being actually a really decent <laughs> game with the with the strategy, and it comes with tokens for your points to keep track of, which is kind of nice and. Yeah, it's it's a cool little game. Yeah, cool little game. But what you know, the only reason I picked it up is Give I'm like, okay, 2019 Spielberg, and then I saw Reiner Knizia as the designer. I'm like, okay, this yeah. is probably actually a decent game, and it's nice to have a really decent game that's a kids game that you don't want to. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like I, I don't right. want to play Skippo Absolutely. ever again. I played Skippo way too many times with Denver, and my wife's <laughs> played like three times as much. So I can only imagine what she feels like. Uh, but you can only play Skippo so many times, you know. So uh, yeah, good times. Uh, so check it out, Llama L L A M A card game. I don't. It's supposed to stand for something because it's like, but I don't know what's acronym for. It just that's why I was trying to I look that up too it. as well. Who knows? All right. Well, cool. Uh, any other games, Chris, you want to talk about before we move on here? We yeah. We talked about a couple games. and Yes. I was going to talk about one more we got played. Actually, it, it was uh, Werewords Deluxe Edition. Oh, yeah. So I pulled this oh, up, yeah. and I love it. I love games that you can play. Like, we had 11 people, so you can play uh, that many people, oh, and it yeah. scales still fine, because Werewords Deluxe Edition goes up to 20 people. And um, just like Werewolf, uh, um, this has a uh, an app for it to manage and run. So it takes the gameplay yep. out of it. So it makes it really, really super easy. So we got, my gosh, probably four four plays in one evening after dinner of Werewords. And with Jamie's dad and mom mm-hmm. and, and brother and, and girlfriend and all this. And introduce them because they, they're not uh, a hobby game player type like this. Um, but I've introduced like Sushi Go Party and some other of, of these games to them, mm-hmm. and they 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 like them. And so we played this one out, and basically, Werewords is uh, the werewolf game with twenty questions, and it really really is pretty cool. We had a lot of fun. It was really neat to uh, uh, to melt those two game mechanics together and see an interesting game that uh, came out of it that is so similar to Werewolf. So anybody who's played, mm-hmm. you know, One Night Werewolf and the Ultimates, um, those kind of things, uh, games, you can just jump right into the theme of this and you'll understand how the app works. But basically it is, like I said, it just adds 20 questions to it. <laughs> it's a fun party game. It's way more interesting than what, what you're Oh, absolutely. Like, you say, yeah, it's so much it, more interesting. It's so fun. It works so it well. It does. It was. I was surprised at it. Uh, it was one of the ones I, I got over, I want to say Christmas uh, time. So it was still in the shrink wrap. So I busted out a game in the shrink wrap. Nice. Yeah. So Jimmy always likes that. Uh, she always gives me uh, gives me grief about, <laughs> we showed, she had a friend over and we, we were showing them, uh, she was showing them the game library and the friends was like, why are there so many games still in shrink wrap? <laughs> 
And I was like, I'm working on that. Oh my gosh, I get called out. I'm like, I'm working on it. (laughs) That's what it's another goal this year. I'm carrying that goal on. So anyway. Yeah, what I I I love social deduction games like Werewolf Like Resistance, where you have your own you have your own uh, team and sometimes you're a bad guy and sometimes you're a good guy. I like that hidden rules. And they do a good job of integrating those hidden rules. So the werewolves know what the word is that the that yep. that the who's the person that's it where are they uh, it's the mayor yep. the mayor yeah so the mayor's trying to get everybody else the villagers and stuff to guess the word that they randomly select on the app now they can't talk but they can the only thing they can do is yes right. or no with the little tokens and maybe like close to yeah there's or a question mark there's a really you know you're you're almost on it then there's your totally away token yep and that's the only clue yep. you can give as the the guest or the you're not even a clue nope. giver, just the the mayor. Um, and uh, you've got the seer, and the this. seer knows. Yeah, yep. the seer knows the the uh, the word. And so the basically, word. the mayor at the beginning has to pick between uh, a one of two words that it's given to him. And the app you can customize it so you can do categories and you can create your own mm-hmm. own ad hoc stuff. Yeah, people. Yeah, like the community. You can go on there and yeah. create. Yeah, so you could go in there and like Harry yep. Potter. So somebody just added a dictionary full of Harry Potter yep. stuff, or Star Wars, or science fiction, or books, or yeah. pop culture, and you can and you can add and do multiple together, which yep. is really cool. So it adds it to a full pool, and then you can say how hard or easy you want, which gives you more or less words. And yeah, you can customize it. I love that. That's yep. what's great about the app is it adds a lot more replayability. That if you play this a billion times, it might get kind of old. But it keeps it fresh, yep. and you're never going to see the same words. Yeah, ever. you can customize it, and that's the thing I like. Like you said, and you have access on the app to those uh, the crowd created libraries of the for this game, so you can play the basic one. You don't no, have you don't have to. to but yeah, you can. exactly. So that means that, like you said, once the replay of this, I mean, we played the basic and the easiest, but once you get a team or a group down that is really good at this, you can customize it to fan favorite topics and all that kind of stuff. Really, that's really cool. So, but I love it. The the game is the mayor is basically the overseer and then you have the seer which is kind of helps with the villagers then the werewolves who are trying to win so the werewolves uh, and the seer know what the game a word is of course they don't know who their other is the werewolves are trying to seek out right. the seer and the seers yep. trying to work with the villagers without giving themselves away that's the hard part because at yep. the end even though you that's guess the, the word right one. the werewolves guess who the seer is correctly uh, the werewolves win. They yeah, exactly. Win. So you you try to help along, uh, but not knowing. But again, there's the werewolves. The same kind of concept. They're trying to uh, you know uh, deviate from the word and over confuse the villagers and stuff. But and you can't give yourself but away. Not be too yes, obvious. you can't give yourself away yeah. because if if the team the team has a chance to pick who a werewolf is at the end, and if they get it right, they still win. There's some really neat game conditions yep. too. Even if you get the word right. You may not necessarily mm-hmm. win because the werewolves can, if they pick the seer, they win. Uh, you know, if the villagers pick yeah, the werewolf. Yeah, because the seer yep. could just be like, out of the yep. blue, be like, is it a soda? And you're like, where did that exactly. come from? We were just talking about the yep. ocean or yep. something. You know? Oh, yes, it um, is. And yeah. And so you only have so many guesses. So the way they lose is if the time goes out and you didn't guess it, or I think it's not 20. I think there's like 30 or something tokens. But if you run right. out of tokens, you also, it ends it. So... Uh, I love yep. this game. I, I think this was my most played game or up there with the crew for 2019 or 2020. Yeah, 2020. And we we got it in just the first 
few months when we were in the office in 2020, it was the most played game. And then we didn't play it the rest of the years. So we played it that much uh, in those first few months uh, in 2020. Uh, it is so much fun. And the more people you get and the more diverse people you get, the better the game gets. So having the older pa parents or having the yep. kids and teenagers in there actually makes it a lot more fun just with the creativity, the questions uh, to get at it. Because some of these words, you're like, how are we going to guess this random word with only questions in 30 when you have people that are trying to derail yep. it? But somehow you do it, and it's so rewarding, and it's so much fun. I really, I really like this game. This almost replaces One Night Ultimate Werewolf, because it still gives you the werewolf feel, but it's a word game, and I love word games, like a good word game. That isn't like the roll and move on a... Right, like, yeah, exactly. Too. It has a cool mechanic, and word games are fun. It's yes. great. It's such the, a good uh, game. To me, I really like this. Uh, it is a game that deviates some from just trying to pick the social deduction aspect um, and mm -hmm. puts an, adds a new element to it. So to me, the, uh, this and uh, the Ultimate One Night Werewolf are really two different games because they get different gameplays, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is a little bit of this uh, roll reduction, but there's so... Or, or social um social role reduction mm -hmm. right uh, there's so much uh gameplay of that 20 questions and trying mm -hmm. to figure it out that it, it does give it a different field in my opinion yep i we loved it mm -hmm. and, and then i believe the deluxe version allows you to play with more yes. players and give some extra roles if i Correct, recall it does uh, but even right now the deluxe uh the deluxe edition's on sale on amazon for 17 dollars. I, I would get that yep. and the regular version's on sale yep. for 10 dollars like it, it, everything I've read, so uh, get the deluxe edition because there's more. Um, there's more to the game. Like mm -hmm. you said, you get some different components. It upgrades the components some, but it also the gameplay allows for more players and different playing yeah. experiences. With like you said, there's there's some yeah there's some abbreviations to the werewolves. Uh, there's other uh, people than villagers and some different hidden roles. So and for seven yeah, dollars difference, yeah. like it's worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But this game is so good. If you don't have this, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. This is one of those games like No Thanks that just, if you're kind of in the board gaming or hobby gaming and you have family members or friend members that aren't uh, but want to kind of play casually or, you know, you have a, a family gatherings, you know, like the Sundays or the holidays, this game is almost a must yep. to have. And for that price, and just, it's so much fun. And the app has some silly stuff that the narrator can do. That's just, that that can just make people laugh too. Because it's, there's some really funny stuff that happens. And it's just such an easy game to teach. So easy to teach. You basically play run round and everybody's like, oh. So even if you screw up the first round with some of the social, who cares? A round's five minutes. A game's yep. five minutes. Let's play again. Uh, not a big deal, and it you can add and subtract people really easily. So some, you know, with these, absolutely uh, with young kids, with some of my um, uh, in laws, you know, sometimes they might have to step away for a little bit. Easy, cool. Let's well, just an yep. app, one less person, voila, and it tells you, yeah, it's super easy. Yeah, to do, it, so. it this is a must have game. It's it, it's one of those that's highly recommend to be on your uh, board game shelf. Yeah, it's it's probably uh, one of my top, if not the top party yep. game. I would say. Um, it is, it's that good. Didn't it win or was nominated for Spiel Yes, Jar? it was, that was one of the things that when it came out, it was just on top and on fire and 
and Spiels of Shiars. Uh, you're looking it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wanted to say, yeah, it was a nominee for 2019. Yep. Yeah, and it had a bunch of other nominations. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I, yeah, you're right. It was like it was it was like super hyped up for a reason. It was really yeah, fun. It, it, it is, is very really fun. fun. It is very Good fun. Types. So. I mean, I want to go play it now. Jeepers. It's been like a year since I played it. I was just looking up on my, my BG stats. It's, it's been a year. Because it was right. It was before yep. the pandemic we were playing yeah, that word. That, yes, exactly. That This is a great party game. Uh, it's, yep, I love it. You can play four to 20 people. So, fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Great suggestion. Great, great, great game. Cool. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and probably end it up there. Um, I just want to uh, shout out to uh, Home Inspector Adam. Uh, he, uh, messaged me, uh, we were supposed to get together like two weeks ago, but I was sick, um, cause he was in, in our area and he had a break during the day. And then I got, I was, had a cold. So, you know, just to yeah. be careful, you know, I kind of canceled on him, but he messaged me this last week or this week actually. And so I think it was Monday or Tuesday. He came over, uh, for lunch and we, we played a couple games. We, we played, uh, Nova Luna and Selenia with him, which, oh man, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit more in the next because uh, we've only played two players up to this, and then we played three players, and uh, they were new to him, but explained it. He had no time, you know, not a hard time picking up, and we had a God. lot of fun. So awesome. shout out to Adam for uh, thinking about me and reaching out and, and be able to see somebody else other than just the usual people and yeah. be able to play some games with some new people. <laughs> so it was Good. really fun. Uh, really enjoyed it, but um, yeah. And then um, have some new games coming in from uh, Game Nerds. Uh, oh. For their daily deals, got my hold taken off. So have some new ones coming in. The one I'm really hyped about though uh, is Sonara. I think that's how you pronounce it. N S O N O R A. Sonara. That's how, how I you, pronounce how it. How you pronounce it? Um, it's a it's another roll and write, but it's a flick and write. Oh. Uh, so the I don't know if you've seen this. It's kind of a like think New Mexico, Arizona, that kind of like Southwest United mm-hmm. States kind the of feel. Theme. Yeah. Uh, you know, cacti and the plateaus, yep. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so how the flick part works is people have these little discs and in the box, it like, it it basically implements the box itself where there's like a board in there and the holes and you flick your discs. And depending where the discs land, there's like quadrants and like little holes and stuff like that. It tells you um, where you get to put your rights in and how many based off because the, the discs have different numbers and you can kind of choose. But you can also like flick your disc and hit each other's and stuff like that. So after everybody flick, then you look at what your disc landed and then you use those numbers to write down. And so on the right portion, the right portion, they're laminated sheets. Very, very unique. Um, I haven't seen some... I pl- Played a lot of roll and writes, looked at a lot of roll writes, but the writing portion where you write down and mark off looks is very unique, and I haven't seen it in some roll and writes. So I'm really excited uh, to try this one. I, it was on sale on the Game Nerds for like $15 or something ridiculous, and I, I, I never really heard of it. I had heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it. I started watching a How to Play, and like three minutes in, I'm like, oh, I, th- I'm getting this, because this looks right up Emily in our alley with the roll and writes. But it's a flicking right. So I'm um, looking forward to this. Uh, very unique. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's coming. It's in the mail. Um, really looking forward to, to playing this one. Um, also, one of the other games that have come in is a railroad game that got uh, a lot of high um, high reviews, if you will. I don't know. The uh, accolades. Uh, also have 
uh, an expansion for uh, role player coming Fine. finally, and I don't I got a fourth one, but I don't remember what it was. It was something, but either way, so got some games coming. I'm pretty excited about it. So we'll have some new games. Not like we have uh, games and shrink either that we haven't played to talk about, but <laughs> uh, that's the plan. So really have a fun week of uh, board gaming coming up, and I'm really excited about it, actually. I, I love it when you have a game that you're like, ah, oh, I can't wait to play, and you're all excited. Not that I'm ex not excited to play the million other games on my shelf, but, you yeah, know, sometimes just... newer games, you know, kind of, yeah, I don't know if that yeah. Oh, yeah, you get the little hotness feel of that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cosmic Encounter Duel, that's the other one. Like, Cosmic Encounter, I've always heard oh, really yeah. good things about it. Well, they made a Duel 2 version, player version of it, and I've heard it's pretty good. It was, like, super on sale, and so oh, I bought fun. it, too. So. Even though I have Cosmic Encounter and all yeah. the literally yeah. all the expansions, and I've never played it yet. So, uh, what? It, it's one of those games that you need, like, five players yep. to play. Um, so, one day we'll get it out. Looking forward to that. But um, we are still planning on doing our top... Prime 11 yes. for episode 100. It's just got delayed a week. Sorry. I apologize for that. But we're going to do it. More anticipation. Yeah. A Andy, uh, number one fan of the games we play, uh, I was texting with him this week, and he said that we should do like a March Madness bracket thing. I'm like, well, you know, if we, yeah. had, that's a great idea, but if we had played ahead, maybe maybe next year for March Madness, we'll do like a, a board game bracket or something. So we'll have to figure out how, we're, how we, we can do that. that. But that yeah, that would be fun. fun we can do that. And maybe have some arguments. And, uh... Well, yes. <laughs> Reason why one beats the other. We should get, we'll have Corey or something come in and then that way we can never have a tie and then we uh, go through the list of brackets. We can do so. that. Good times. Maybe a bracket of mechanics or something. We can figure something out. I, I get some ideas. I'm, I'm yes, Ooh, yes, gotcha. yes. It'll be fun. We can do that. Oh, we just got to remember. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> it's a year later. So, like Andy reaching out to me, if you have any great, fantastic ideas that you would like to see us talk about, please reach out to us. Uh, do, thank you, Andy. Uh, appreciate it. Um, so, uh, you'll hear our email and all that stuff at the end of the episode, so feel free to reach out to us. Comments, questions, reviews, whatever. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, Chris, anything else before we take off for the day? Enjoying uh, the opportunity. Uh, we're still on spring break at this weekend, so looking forward to get mm -hmm. some games with uh, Jamie in. And uh, yeah, so just take the opportunity to step back, relax, take a deep breath, and play some games. Open exactly. I know. Looking air. forward to that. It's yeah. supposed to be in the 40s and 50s soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice uh, yesterday. I mean, other being windy, but yeah, yeah. It's, just having the sun, it, it's been really nice. Like, uh, it does something for your mental health. Oh, actually. absolutely. All right. Well, well, we do appreciate you listening, Chris. It was it was great uh, chatting and talking with you. We went a lot, but that's okay. It's it's nice to talk about some games and get fired up and talk about some fun ones. Man, where were I? Just want to go play that now. Uh, kind of difficult with two players. That it but, is. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a three-person minimum, even then. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like it, four. Four, because, yeah. Yeah, you would yep. have to. Yeah. But highly suggest it. And, hey, you can play your whole you, your whole family can play. That's a win-win. That that's a, a, that's a win -win. All right. Well, thank you again. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, sorry again for the episode not being out last week, but we'll continue on. That was the first episode ever that a week we missed. No, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. But... Some things are more important than board games and the podcast. To say that, so. <laughs> okay, well, uh, from the games we play, I'm Brian. And I'm Chris. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Games We Play Pod. 
and at gamesweplaypod at gmail.com.